This is a different one, folks. A very casual conversation between my wife and I. Hope you enjoy it. Paso a paso. <laughs> Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Paso Paso Podcast. My name is Miles. Happy to be back here with you. And would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Siobhan Bonnie O'Rourke, and I am Miles Bonnie's wife. I'm beginning to host a second series of fathers, classes, groups, etc. And maybe it's nice to reflect on being a father myself. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. To ask you some questions about those very topics. Okay. Now you made me nervous. (laughs) Shall we begin? You sound pretty ready. (laughs) So... Miles, you're a father here in Taos. Tell me about that as an experience. Well, I was a father for a little bit with uh, my older kids in Missouri, and it went pretty well there. But I think the Taos is uh, different in that it's a smaller community, and um, and it's been really nice because it's a beautiful place, and it also has its own unique challenges. Would you reflect on um, perhaps the differences in having small children that you have here in Taos versus when you had small children in a different place? In a different place, it was more of a city. And uh, we had a backyard, and there were some parks nearby, but a lot more traffic in between the home and the parks. Yeah, you know, I'm a different person now too, so it's also hard to imagine the differences, but this place is nice and that I like the weather outside a lot better than I like the weather there. So it's important for you as a dad to get outside with your kids, it sounds like. I find that that ends up being one of my primary responsibilities, not only being reliable and providing safety and stability, but um, giving the mom a break when oftentimes in my life um, I arrive home from work and I both want to spend time with kids and I probably, they deserve it to just spend some time with their dad which is something I can relate to from my childhood. And why do you think it's important for kids to be outside a lot, which is a great aspect of living here for little children? They could be inside anywhere in the world. And they might have different television shows, they might have a different language, but they're not truly there, in my opinion, unless you're outside. You're just a lot more connected to life in general, and I think that that's a, a great learning experience for little kids as well, for their senses, for their sense of place, for their sense of, um, you know, it's everything. Visual, you can feel the air, you can smell so, it. yeah, being present in a place. I mean, you know, I think we don't have a choice as to whether we're present there. It's just a matter of whether we're fully embracing that or not. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's really interesting and obviously important for you. As a dad. Um, Tell me a bit about this dad's group. So, shout out to Taos Loves Kids and the Children's Trust Fund, who, um, through an association with First Steps, essentially, in the hospital, have been carrying on a series of uh, events in support of parents, grandparents, and people who raise children in Taos uh, and the community. And I think that's wonderful. Um, Currently, uh, Christina is or is running that initiative, and uh, Christina Portillo, and she applied for in this new cycle of funding, 
which basically means that you don't have to pay for the classes this uh, other mechanism of funding does. Uh, she applied for other things like uh, how to support teen parents, how to support fathers. And um, as a father, there aren't many times where fathers talk about fathering with each other. You might have a sense of whether your friend, uh, you know, as the dad, has uh, lives with their kids or not, whether they have kids, where they might be in the world, how often they see them. But that doesn't mean that the experience isn't worth talking about, and it's good to connect with. And I started to actually feel that myself. Um, I actually approached a friend of mine a couple of years ago about, hey, why don't we just have like a guys group or a dads group or something? Because we need a break um, from our lives to reflect on with friends for perspective, but also, you know, it doesn't always need to be like, oh, I happen to talk to this guy about his kids while we were at a bar this one time. You know, it can be more structured than that. So Christine actually reached out, which was cool, and I was excited about. And there's a curriculum that I had to do a training on. Um, it's considered a class because it is about learning things. Um, but I don't consider myself an expert naturally. It's more so that I've gone to this training and I have this workbook to refer to just like they will. And you have your lived experience as a father. Yeah. With and kids of different ages. Definitely. And everybody that joins the group as fathers have their own experience as well. And it's always diverse, which is great. So that starts this week and it's uh, the next four weeks. But in general, uh, Children's Trust Fund um, has a lot of opportunities for different types of parents on different subjects. If you want to reach out to them, uh, Taos Loves Kids at First Steps in Taos. And what do you think um, was the most valuable kind of standout aspect from the last time you did this father's group? Um, I find it really interesting to meet the other fathers in general. You know, we see each other, everybody sees other adults around town, yeah. but we don't always know whether they're fathers or mothers or grandparents or anything. So to talk to these guys and realize, wow, these are all fathers of kids changes things. Yeah, and then also they all have their own experiences, they all have their own challenges as fathers, things they're going through as adults related to being fathers, and, um, you know, we do focus our discussions on what's in the curriculum, but we're also there as support for each other. Um, I think it's okay to run an idea by everybody else, you know, we're not looking for expert opinions, just some general feedback, you know, and I think that's a rare, cool opportunity for dads. Awesome. So... Everyone kind of maybe learnt different things from each different person. What do you think about that idea as a mother? Does that sound like how does that sound? Does it sound unusual? Does it sound? I think it's really important, and I personally have a really big mum baby group community here in Taos, and we get together all the time, basically every week. And we have done since our babies were pretty much born. And so I think, you know, yeah, for a lot of the mums I know, it's a really important thing that we do a lot. And it's just, it kind of comes naturally to women. But a lot of the mums talk about how it would be great for their partners to also do something like this. Um, because it would help their whole family. And so, yeah, maybe because it's not as natural a thing for men to do or gravitate towards, yeah, I think that, um, yeah, there are lots of different benefits, like for the, me- for the fathers individually and also for their f- whole families. 
Yeah. I was going to say what are the key things that people should know about this. So you said before right. that it's free. It's free. There are only five sessions every week in a row. So it's every Wednesday um, for an hour and a half on Zoom because of COVID and all that. Someday we might do it in person, but it's free. It's five weeks in a row, and it's basically there to support dads um, who are in any circumstance. Paso. What? Paso, paso? What are you saying? Paso, paso. A little two-year-old has joined in the fun. You know? Okay, cool. So, first steps is something that a lot of people... Um, well, a lot of mums have heard of first steps. I'm not sure yeah. how many dads would have, but that would be an easy way to get in touch if you're interested. Yeah. Look out for first steps. Or call this number, 751-8904. That's 575-751-8904. Cool. Okay, great. And so... What do you think as a mother would be helpful the Paso Paso podcast to um, cover more information about um, are there things that you and your mom's group folks often talk about would be nice to have in Taos um, or would make things uh, more enjoyable as in mothering I guess some mums I know need different types of childcare options. Can you give us some examples? So maybe some mums are comfortable with, you know, the kind of larger the larger established childcare places that we may know of, like Inspire. But then other mums might want something a little bit smaller, say at at somebody's house and a smaller group. Well, yeah, that's something we're working on is supporting yeah. home care. It's something we're going to actually have some Taos news ads about. It's something Monica Trujillo is working on. And if you heard a couple episodes ago, she was actually interviewed um, regarding that is how do we support people who are just watching small groups of children yeah. at home? Because it happens and that's good and that's important. Well, that's, yeah, some way that um, people could try and find different i mean you know we're in a smaller community so it might be a little harder than if you're in a large place and you can kind of google you know any particular thing that you're looking for but that's something that i hear about quite a bit that different mums are looking for different types of childcare options and they don't really know how to find them got you yeah and you know what as someone who researches that stuff um Four things we're working on for Paso Paso and, and Taos Early Childhood Alliance and all this stuff. Um, it's hard for me too, you yeah. know. And there's some websites where you can go in and search, um, and even then, it's not necessarily a comprehensive experience. Some other communities have a nonprofit who specifically is the go-between between home care providers and the public. Okay, that makes yeah. a lot of sense to me. Yeah, Taos doesn't have everything, and we don't yeah. have that. Mm -hmm. So that's something yeah. we're working on. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, in the f near future, on the Paso Paso website, pasotaos.org, we will have a link to um, resources for finding childcare. Cool. But they change a lot, and we're working on simplifying that, as well as how to become a registered home care site if yeah. you wanted to actually make it a business. Because you can get reimbursed for having the kids there and for your uh, nutritious food and stuff. I guess another thing that I've heard mums talk about is looking for small little groups if they want their small child to maybe try swimming lessons or yeah. some other kind of activity. 
um, as opposed to having to try to just create it themselves, yeah. which is mostly what I come across. Okay. People are just, yeah. Well, I'm aware of the things that Twirl does. I would like to check back in because Twirl does a lot of community outreach and, uh, and activities. Um, and I'd like to personally reach out to the Taos Youth Center to figure out. Um, I, I think the pool's back open. Um, but, you know, that's a good example of they have a facility and they do a lot of things there, but they want the community to do more programming. And what you're talking about is programming, where you have a program that facilitates the swim lessons in addition to the facility of the pool existing. And yeah. this, this is the way it's organized a lot of times. Yeah, because I know of mums who that they know they want that, yeah. So then they try and contact the pools directly. Yeah, and they'll say... And nothing will really work out. Yeah. And so it has to be kind of like an individual, yeah. like, created thing as yeah. opposed to... Yeah. I hear you on that. And that's that's cool they're going ahead and creating it anyway. It would also be nice if it was available to a more broad group of people. Yeah. And so it sounds like swimming lessons is a thing. Yeah, it has What are been. some other... As we wrap up this um, episode, and I really appreciate you hosting... Sure. And asking all these questions you came up with. Um, what are some other things that parents you think that you speak with um, are interested in finding in Taos that maybe the PASA website could um, do a better job of? Um, I guess it would be interesting. I'm thinking of like, you know, parents at, with different age children. So yeah. maybe if they are pregnant and they, you know, have no clue about any resources yet. Yeah. And it was somewhere they could look and maybe if there were categories of like yeah. if you're expecting. Well, do I have information for you, Siobhan? Oh, yeah? If you go to pasotaus.org. Oh, wow. And click on like activities or something up there at the top. Just look around. Perfect. There's an entire page uh, for parent resources and it starts out with who provides prenatal care. Wow. Mm-hmm. And there's other ones on activities and parent support. So this... This is what a lot of people have probably been looking for. And the more feedback we can get on what isn't there, the better. Yeah. Because I can I can easily add it. I just you know, I need I need that feedback. I need that perspective. Wow. And can I tell you something else before sure. we end this? I just today started adding the podcasts to accompany information Perfect. on the different things that exist in Taos. You want to learn about first steps? You find them there. Oh, you hear wow. the podcast. You know how to contact them. Hey, you know what? You're interested in helping getting some free books in the mail. Oh, yeah. And you click on Imagination Library Fab. and you can click a button to hear the podcast so you learn more about it right away. Well, Miles Bonnie, it sounds like you're doing a lot of really important work in this community. We all are, honey. Um, so, good on you. Keep up the good work and thank you. And thank you for being the best mother you can for our community. Absolutely. Till next time. Bye bye. Paso, paso, this. Paso, a paso. Podcast.